Yo, we're back. Hello. Yo. Yeah, we're back today, tonight. We're talking about uh, fashion. Fashionistas. Fashionistas, that's right. Runway shit. No, not really. Not really. Well, this is actually our uh, this is actually our demo tape for Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, let so... let us up on that shit. Let us up on the <laughs> No, I mean yeah. <laughs> now the runway fashion scene is uh it's pretty terrible. It's pretty awful. I mean it's just some crazy elitist shit. I think it's really more, you know, <laughs> in fairness, I don't think it's necessarily meant to be indicative of of the newest fashions and the newest not not that i would consider myself an expert in in fucking runway fashion but it's not something that indicates what the newest shit's going to be exactly right it's sort of an extreme version of sort of the overall aesthetic that a designer wants to display at least that's how i see it you know i don't think people are like actually going to literally wear fucking cardboard boxes or what other fucking insane contraption that some lunatic has conceived? I don't you know. know. I, people seem. I don't know. People. Some people seem dumb enough to do it. Nah, you just. You know, you're not often. You know, it's it's pretty fucking rare. You're not gonna see something so absurd, right? It's really more. Like I said, it's really more to show what what you're thinking of, right? So instead. It's really based more on fashion's based. It's more trend based. It's more fad based. People are looking at that and they're saying, "Okay, well, you know, what did such and such do, and how can I rip it off?" Right. Mm-hmm. Some. So I think some of them hold up. I think some fads hold up. Some are just fucking trash. But anyway, let's let's go back a little bit. Let's start sort of at the at the foundation. I kind of want to go over uh, kind of a, a a checklist, perhaps, or a a guide of sorts, sort of a, a ground zero of what some decent, I hope, advice for anybody interested in fashion. So the first thing, dog digging couch in the background, just don't, can you hear that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> it's fucking amplified to the max. Uh, yeah, anyways, sure. it's, it's fucking Devo. He's, he's just always, I would wager to say a good, like, 60% of the podcast there's a fucking a devo related incident or just him being generally annoying throughout i think he just wants to be part of the podcast i it think just, next oh, time next bad. time we should just invite him and maybe he'll just maybe he'll want to join or maybe he'll be like nah i i don't want to be part of it and then he'll just fuck off well if you if you leave him outside if you leave him outside of the door, he's just going to scratch incessantly. It's fucking annoying. You know, you let him in, and then he just can't. It's like, okay, right, for instance, he just spent a good, I don't know, 30 seconds digging at the couch to get comfortable. He's like, nah, fuck that. He got down. Now he's fucking shaking, and, you know, you know how dogs do. They fucking shake. I don't know what it is with that. Uh, he's he's pondering. He's fucking pontificating. He's trying to decide. Pontif- One second. I have to look that shit up. I know I'm I'm getting way sidetracked here, but it reminds me of that David Foster Wallace interview. The accusations of pontification. <laughs> yeah. To express one's opinions in a way considered annoyingly pompous or dogmatic. Okay, that's... There we go. Uh, it's like you think you know what it means, and then you don't. 
you don't. Anyway, way, way sidetracked. So, yeah, first thing I would say is, uh, you know, fuck all the, like, bullshit conventions and, and the condescending shit in fashion where it's just very elitist and et cetera, et cetera, all that, or, or just brand whoring in general. Brands don't really matter. They don't really mean anything for day-to-day fashion. The first thing I would argue is fit. It's the number one thing. I don't give a fuck if you spent... Hold on, mic adjustment. I don't care how much money you spend on your clothes. It's largely irrelevant. You could spend top fucking dollar, right? Or you could you could go to fucking Marshalls or Ross or TJ Maxx, any of those stores, buy some old, outdated, out-of-season shit, maybe some kind of defect. I promise you, if you're the guy with the, or gal with the better fit, you're you're doing you're doing better, you know you're ahead of the game. I would say, aesthetically speaking, because it's all about how it fits you, right? Like if you're a let's say you're a bigger guy, for instance, the last thing you want to do is wear wear these bit. And you see this all the time with big guys. I I hate to see it. I fuck. I can't even believe they still make clothes like this. I'd say they probably don't make them often. You don't uh, you don't see them in production much. But some fucking guy has had the same pair of pants for like 15 years, uh, but that's loose-fit pants. They're awful, you know? Now, for instance, if you're, like, fucking morbidly obese, like 500 pounds, and you need special pants or something, okay, you probably have to go to the big and tall section or you order from some website uh, that, that has these special sizes. But generally speaking, let's just say you're, a, you know, the average man. He's, like, 200 pounds, give or take, in America at least. Uh you know, you don't want these loose-fitting pants. Just because you're you're saying, oh, well, I'm a bigger guy. I don't want to wear... Like, let's take you, for instance. You're around 200, okay? Yeah. So, somewhere around that range. You know, a lot of guys are in that in that realm think to themselves, well, you know, I'm, I'm too big to wear skinny jeans. Well, sure. But you could find some straight-fit or, or possibly even slim-fit jeans that fit you great, right? But what they'll do is they'll say, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. I should wear loose fit, loose fit. And it looks fucking awful. It, it just looks gig- these like these gigantic fucking cylinders, you know, and there's all this loose fabric. It's just goddamn awful. And it, they're too big and often they're too long and they step all over it. And you see like the frayed edges at the back of the jeans. It's fucking disgusting. I, I hate I hate that so badly. So just buying pants that fit for one is is huge it's huge you know just get you an unless you're a really 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 big fucking guy you can fit in a regular or or possibly even slim fit pair of jeans depending on where you get it from some manufacturers they they make big fit shit like if you go to gap because gap appeals to the lowest common denominator in terms of size you know the most common size their 32s are fucking huge you know, they, their shit is really a size bigger than it claims to be, you know, probably to make people feel better about themselves. But nonetheless, it's easy to find shit that fits. You know, your shirts, somebody will say to themselves, well, you know, I have a little bit of a gut. So I need to wear X size. That's just not true, right? You don't always wear a medium. You don't always wear a large. It depends who manufactured it, who made it, what it's made of, right? It's about how it fits your body. Yeah, I, you know, you don't want to show off your man titties. Nobody's wanting to check out your fucking moobs or your cleavage. Nobody wants to see that. But at the same time, you know, you got to find shit that, that drapes 
uh, fittingly, I would say. Right. So there's just little things like that. I would say fit is number one. That's number one. That goes a long way. Just just that alone, regardless of like color, coordination, anything. And speaking of which, I would say second to that is color. Color is very important. First is fit. It's number one. If your shit doesn't fit, doesn't matter how fly, I don't give a fuck. It's it, then it's color, right? So like for instance, you're a big guy. Let's say let's say you're pretty sizable dude. Let's take my dad for instance. I mean, you know, my dad's a big guy. He's like six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds, big dude. You know, he should not wear like bright fucking yellow. It's a bad idea. Wouldn't do that. Why is you know? that? Well, because it draws attention to his stomach, right? At least in terms of a shirt, right? So when you're that like. You know, my dad looks normal except for his stomach. He he looks like he swallowed a fucking basketball. You know, no offense, <laughs> but it's true. He looks like hope, he's pregnant with twins. I'm being honest. Hope you're hope you're not listening to this. Richard. I hope not. But you know, you know, he's got that gut, and so he shouldn't. You know, you don't want to draw attention. What you want to do, and this applies to anybody. I don't care if you're fucking fat, skinny, whatever. If you have notable flaws, right? Which most of us do. Uh, you want to mitigate the flaws and accentuate your positive features. So, so for him, go ahead. I was just going to ask you, so what do you recommend be the best colors for people? Well, again, well, that depends. Like, for instance, for someone like him with that stomach, he needs to wear earth tones or, you know, just darker colors in, in the upstairs department. So like his shirt's. You know, a nice crisp navy. Navy looks good on everybody. Navy is a go-to color. It's fantastic. It's 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 uh, you can be casual with that. You can be fucking dressed up with that. It's just great. It's great. So you could go with like a, just a navy shirt, and then you know you could brighten it up a little bit with shorts or something like that. Like if you like, for instance, him, his body looks totally normal except for his stomach. So if he wanted to wear some brighter colors with shorts or pants, you know, he could. I still probably wouldn't advise it. But, uh, you know, leave that shit to, like, hats and, and little details. Don't fucking walk up in there. You know, look, if you're that person who wants to go counter to what I'm saying, you know, do your thing. Go, you know, rock it how you want. But I, I'd say it's generally pretty poor fucking... Uh, it'd be a pretty poor plan. <laughs> To walk in there with some fucking neon colors and you got a giant gut hanging out. Uh, and then on top of that, it, skin tone is also a factor. So, for instance, like darker skin people like yourself, right? Like brown, brown skin tones, you know, black. Uh, I think like Hispanics, black people. I would say that like pastel colors, for instance, look really good. You know, uh, like canary yellows, lavenders, really subtle, soft colors. I don't find this looks good on, like, for myself. I'm a very pale, I'm fucking ginger. I'm extremely pale, right? So I'll wear yellow. I'll wear purple, but, like, sharp. Uh, I, I'll be, I could pull that off like, because it's, like, it's so sharp and loud and bright. It's okay, right? Because it contrasts with how fucking pale I am. I'm a pallid motherfucker. So for you, for instance, like a, I think like a lavender shirt, it'd look great on you. For me, it's going to wash me out. It's going to make me look even more pale. I'm going to look just super washed out, almost like a fucking ghoul, you know, so, you know, like that fallout ghoul. Uh, you know, one of the, the fucking guy at Nukes, the first city is. Yeah. 
That guy. So, so then let me ask you this. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that bigger guys like your dad should now wear like certain colors like yellow because it is a, just kind of like put, puts a wrong emphasis on your gut. Mm-hmm. But what about like bigger people of like you know darker skin tones like no the the bigger the the size of the person takes precedence over the skin tone for sure you know it doesn't matter like if you're let's say you're black uh but you're a big guy or a big gal i still wouldn't recommend it it doesn't matter because people are going to notice your fucking gigantic stomach before they notice anything else they're going to immediately look at that right they're not gonna tell that guy's black they say oh it's a fat guy and he's black or he's a fat guy and he's white or she or whatever so uh, definitely that's that's number one because again fit always comes before it's fit and then color right so for one what you do and again and the reason i say that i kind of skipped ahead there the reason i said that is because what you'll often see is big guys who'll come in there with like uh giant fucking jeans that are way too big around and see this is this is why it bothers me so badly because you'll see uh and this is mostly with men women don't women are a little more uh conscious about these kinds of things obviously they're a little more fashion conscious they're a little more uh in tune with things i would say than most men so a bigger man when he'll wear these loose fit jeans it just makes you look fatter don't do that you're, you're making yourself look worse you're taking your worst feature, debatably, which is if, if you're a very large man, and you're accentuating it. You don't want to accentuate that. Don't fucking make your worst trait worse, right? Don't do that. So what you want to do is wear fitted pants. Not skin tight, obviously, if you're a big guy or gal. Don't, you know, don't do that, but just... You want loose enough fabric, but you don't want to draw attention to it. Dark wash jeans. Stick with darker colors, right? Uh, with a shirt, yeah. Don't you don't want these like giant tarp-looking fucking shirts? You you want a mask. You want to you want there to be enough fabric to where you're covering notable size and weight, right? But not so much that it looks like you're wearing a fucking bed sheet. So that's what I would say. I would say that number one definitely is, is, you know, the skin tone is second, to answer your question. It's second. Right. It's second. Uh, so then beyond that, once you have color down again, based, you know, skin tone is part of it, of course, and, and I would say body type as well. Um, definitely your body type is supersedes that, though. And then beyond that is once you get past those two stages, which is really all most people need to do, quite frankly, uh, is if you're just starting, let's say you're, you're just fucking starting, you're like, where the fuck do I start? And, and this is very common, you know, particularly amongst uh, men and women in their 20s, early 20s, for, let's say, for instance. And, and the reason I say that is because think about it. You know, you're a young man or woman, you're, you're out of high school, probably still live with your family, you go to school, you go off to college, there's a good possibility you still live at home or you're just now getting your own place. You get out of college, you're in fucking debt. You don't really have a lot of money. So in your 20s is when you really start late in your 20s and early 30s is when you start to make money, define yourself as a person, 
you start to have a career and you start to actually make money instead of spending money. So those are your money making years, like your late 20s, early 30s. So at that point, you're like, okay, I'm going to fucking invest in my wardrobe. Now it's time to look like a professional or to dress accordingly or whatever, you know, whether it's just out of personal desire and indulgence or it's for a professional reason to where it just gets you farther ahead because aesthetics do matter. Those impressions matter. They mean something. So at that point that people find themselves in this position where they're like, well, okay, well, I'm just now getting fucking started. It sounds crazy, but it's certainly the case. Let's take you for instance. Right. You're you're a great example where you're just now getting to that point in your life where you're about to venture out on your own and have your own place, your own life, your own sort of sphere of existence. Um, And so this is something that you will very soon have to care about. Right. Because as of now, lots of people in in your position and at your age group are and mine, mine as well, are. They're at home still, you know, they're working whatever job, and they kind of have what they have. But then if you want to get ahead in life and you want to sort of make a particular type of impression, it helps, it pays, it, it matters. You know, it shows you're put together. You know, you, you could be uh, the most qualified person in the fucking world, intelligent, et cetera, et cetera. But, and, I, and I've, I've said this in terms of dating as well, you know, ultimately, sidebar here, when you're dating, the objective is, well, I want to be compatible with someone. I want to have, I want to be with someone whose personality uh, that I line up with in one way, in in many ways, most ways, right? But you can't know that until nine times out of ten, until you are aesthetically interested, right? Take Tinder for instance, which I obviously, as you know, met my wife on Tinder. So first, she has to look at my picture. I have to look at her picture and say, okay. I am interested beyond the aesthetic level. Like, I, I've, aesthetically, this person is pleasing. I would like to know more, right? But, like, you could walk up to a girl, and if she doesn't find you attractive, you could be her fucking soulmate. She wouldn't know, right? If she's not attracted to you, she's going to tell you to go fuck off. That's how 90% of interactions are going to go. So it matters whether you like it or not, whether whether you think the world's too shallow, etc. You could think what the fuck you want to think. That's fair enough, and I would probably agree with you. But the truth of it is, is that realistically, looks matter. You know, attractive people get leeway, and they get benefits that ugly people do not. And as, as someone who is not fucking Brad Pitt over here, you know, uh, I'm I'm no fucking super attractive motherfucker. I'm just being totally honest. You know, that's the truth of the matter. So you have to do your best to present your best self. Now, I'm not fucking saying to get plastic surgery and all this crazy shit. We're merely talking about how to improve you as you are. That's it. All right. So so what would you say is, should be the budget for the average for the average person seeking to improve their wardrobe? That's a good question. I think that depends... I mean, you say average, I suppose you mean financially average. So, yeah, it certainly, yeah, it would depend on your budget. It also depends on what career path you're in, you know, what job you work, what your ecosystem is like, right? So if you're, for instance, a young professional, you work in an office, let's say, uh, even if you don't make a ton of money, you know, you want to go with something more business casual, 
is where someone who works in a less professional environment can get away with something more casual. So that varies wildly, even not just financially, but just based on the workplace. And you can still spend a similar amount of money. So I would wager, you know, and it also, and another thing I would like to add is it also depends on, and some people would likely strongly disagree with this, but uh, it also depends on where you're at physically in your life, right? So, and I've said this to you before, before you uh, lost a lot of weight, if you're a bigger guy or woman, I, I would not advise you spend much money at all on clothing. I would, I would recommend that you spend as little as humanly possible because you should feel encouraged to lose weight and get healthier and then buy clothes. Don't really invest in a wardrobe until you're at a physicality that you are comfortable with and perhaps even proud of. You know, I wouldn't recommend it. I would, I would do the bare minimum. I would go to thrift stores. If I were just starting out, if it were like, let's say I'm a, a big guy and I'm not happy with my appearance. Let's say I want to lose weight. I want to get healthier, et cetera. I want to lose a good 30, 40 pounds, something like that. Uh, I would likely go to thrift stores or at the very least I would go to stuff like Ross, TJ Maxx. These are items that might have like a small flaw or they're out of season and they're highly discounted. You know, I would say, honestly, if you're starting from absolute scratch, this is going to sound bare fucking minimum, but, you know, we've done this before with you. I'd say, personally, I wouldn't spend more than four or $500, you know, if I were in that position, okay, where I was not, that's talking about someone like who is not in a, an optimal uh, frame physically, like they're, they're still want to do work on themselves. Now, however... If you're someone who you're perfectly happy with how you look and you, uh, you're you like, okay, well, I look good, I feel good, I'm proud of what the fuck I look like, my body, et cetera, et cetera, now what? Uh, a little more. I would say a little more, you know? I would say definitely I would not st – starting out, I certainly would not spend more than seven, 800 bucks, 1000 Definitely not. Not at all. Because a wardrobe is something – a a good wardrobe – it's something that's accrued over a very long period of time. You know, essentially, at least in my experience, it's a it's a series of it's an evolutionary um, experience where you'll start out with something and then you'll accrue new things and then older things you sort of fall out of love with it, whether it's a seasonal thing or it's just in retrospect it just looks like shit and it was a bad idea. You know? So the the seasonal thing I I hear you bring it up a few times so what like do you mean like jack like jackets and stuff jackets uh, sweaters I mean yeah I mean you're taking in a literal sense sure but I mean or you like mean a like fad seasons. it's ah. like a fad you know like maybe this came out this season this was a fad and like remember that time I bought that really shitty shirt and it was yeah. like bleached and fucked up and it was like a flannel shirt and the sleeves were cut off and it was gigantic. Yeah, it was a bad purchase, dude. It just was. It was like I'm, you know, I fuck up too. So I mean, the instances of which you could wear that is, are so minimal. You'd have to wear it like over a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie, and at that point, it doesn't even make logical sense. You know, like you can't wear it by itself. It just looks like shit. You look like an idiot. I'm a relatively smaller guy. I mean, you know, average. I'm six foot, 155 pounds, and it's a oh, one size. Shit. 
That shirt looked like some sort of serial killer shirt. Dude, it did. It looked like some shit that fucking Leatherface would wear. Some fucking Jason or something, dude. It was like a bleached... um, It was basically a flannel shirt. Sleeves were cut off. It was bleached to fuck. And it was technically one size. Really, it was a... It was a fucking extra large. They just ripped the tag off. And I'm a 155-pound guy. So you can imagine, I'm, like, fucking tall and skinny. So it looked like shit, right? So I'd have to wear it over a hoodie, which, again, it doesn't even make logical sense. So it's a bad purchase. And and you realize these things, and you sort of cycle them out, things or things that get on your nerves, like uh, shoes. You know how I fucking feel about shoes. I love them. Uh, and especially as a man... There's a lot you can do there. It's a big part of your wardrobe as a man. But anyway, I'll get to that in a bit. But I would say that certainly, you know, start out, get your fit right, you know, and don't think because you're a bigger individual that you have to buy these gigantic fucking clothes. I mean, unless you are are, are severely, severely overweight and are in need of, you know, very large clothing, you don't have to do that. There are options out there for people who are bigger and can fit you and you can look nice you know and women as well you know i don't want to just uh speak on the behalf of men but for women you know certain dresses and, and skirts and stuff long skirts i think like if you're a bigger woman and let's say you have big thighs and and uh calves you know long skirts are a great option for people in that position because you know it for one i mean it's going to mask a lot of uh fat that maybe you don't want to show or you know however you feel about your body if you're fucking proud of it knock yourself out but personally speaking i don't give a shit if you're offended the worst thing i ever and i i can't stand seeing this are fat girls who wear midriff shirts fucking stop stop it stop it would be like a fucking guy trying to show bulge moose knuckle and he's got a micro cock Nobody wants to see a moose knuckle microcock. I don't even know if it's possible or plausible, <laughs> but nobody wants to see it. Okay? Stop yeah, it. That, that kind of reminds me today on my way to work. I see this woman dressed like dressed up in like a see-through skirt wearing a bikini underneath. Like her fucking her, her like you know, on the, at it the beach? Like, okay. It was no, but no, it wasn't on the beach. It was just like mm-hmm. on the streets and like she was a big woman, and the whole fucking thing just like disappeared in her ass crack. Mm. It was hilarious. You hate to see it, and and you know I get the whole body positivity. Look, here's where I'm at with it, because this isn't so much about about that. You know, I you know how I feel about that yeah, type this, of shit. I can go on forever. Yeah, this is about fashion. It's about, about fashion, but all I'm saying is like, whether you're big or small, you know, you could do. And and conversely. Oh, this is a dog. But yeah, conversely, if you're small, you know, you don't want to wear clothes that are ill-fitting. Like, like I'm saying, like if you're big, don't wear. Like if you're a big woman, don't wear jeggings. Don't fucking do that. Stop. Jeggings. Jeggings are leggings that look like jeans. Okay, Libby has them. I mean, they they look good. You know, if you're a uh reasonably sized woman or whatever but if you're fucking a big woman don't do that nobody wants to see all your lumps and crevices it's fucking gross stop you know so dress for your body is all i'm saying if you're a smaller individual it's the it's the opposite you know don't wear like big 
draping things, you know, and you're like swallowed fucking whole in them. You don't want to do that. Uh, and, and you don't want to fucking wear shit that's all skin tight and gross and you can see your fucking ribs and stuff. I mean, so there are multiple levels. And then, like I said before, color. Once you get your fit down, you know what fits you. Look at your, your options. Once you get that down, then you move on to color based on, you know, your frame, your body, your skin tone, etc. And then that's when you actually get into the heart, the guts of fashion, of actual aesthetic. And, and you could sort of build on your style, right? Because you got first it has to fit. Then it has to be aesthetically, you know, uh, congruent with you. You know, of course, you could fucking go left turn and do this, that, or the other. And I mean, I will certainly say with fashion, it, it, it's not like there are these set of stringent rules that you have to follow. But you have to know the rules to break them. That's what I would say, right? So, like, there are certainly, I wear, you know this, pretty crazy shit sometimes. Like, weird unconventional stuff but i know the rules so well that i know exactly when and how to break them i know exactly how far to go i know when i overstep it i'm like oof oof no that's bad that looks like that's a yikes that looks like shit don't mm -mm, mm -mm. you know i know when to walk it back right so i know sort of where where to draw the line right like for instance i'm a fucking skinny Powered, freckly motherfucker. So I don't often wear shorts. Occasionally, like going to Thailand next month, you know, I'm going to wear shorts. It's fucking hot. But on a day to day basis, generally speaking, you know, I, it's not in my best interest to look like a Chad. I'm always going to look like the weird outcast Chad that all the other Chads shit on. You know, Delta Chad. I don't want to be Delta Omega Chad. I don't want to be. That's Omega not, Chad. That's not me. Omega Chad. No, I don't want that, you know. Because those light, you know, that preppy pastel colored shirts and yada yada. So I bought a pair of shorts, a couple of pairs of shorts for the Thailand trip. But I was very particular about it. You know, I bought uh, navy shorts with little white anchors on them, little design on them. Uh, and, you know, just some simple colored polo shirts, white, etc. White navy or, uh, you know, uh, fucking navy and gray variations of that because i don't want to draw attention to the fact that i'm super pale i'm going to fucking thailand where people are going to be on the beach and a lot of people are, are thai and they're brown you know and people i probably will be one of the most fucking pale people there i don't want to exacerbate that right so wearing those darker colors to an extent sort of under underplays that a bit so it works to my advantage uh, so, I mean, it's not just about like size and et cetera, et cetera, skin tone, but even beyond that, going beyond those things, then you start getting, once you get those basics down, fit, color, then you start getting down to you as an individual. You get those down, we move to the person, you as a person. So like for me, my biggest physical flaw, in my opinion, is my nose. I have a big ass, huge nose. It's huge. You know, like I could probably fucking poke your eye out like a goddamn bird, like a falcon. It's huge. It's uh, it's long and it has a big ass hump and it's skinny. It's very narrow. So my nose is by far the first thing that most people are going to notice about my face. So what do you do to mitigate this? Glasses. You wear glasses, right? 
I wear glasses. I mean, I need glasses. I'm fucking half blind. I can't see for shit. But even, even if I had the choice to get LASIK, I wouldn't. Simply because uh, with glasses, I mean, it mitigates that. Having the frame on my face and the nose pieces, it sort of it downplays the gigantic fucking stature of this goddamn schnoz on my face. Uh, so that's one. Right? Uh and this applies to anybody with any kind of flaw. There's almost always something you could do to draw away from a particular physical flaw. That one's, I would say, mine. And also, I also have uh, very weak eyebrows. Like my eyebrows are, because I have red hair, my eyebrows are super light colored. They're like blondish almost. They're very difficult to see. Uh, now, for women, you know, they often draw in their eyebrows how they tattoo them. And lots of times it looks, it genuinely looks pretty good if it's done tastefully. But, you know, for men, you know, you're probably not going to fucking do that. So a good pair of frames, especially if you have vision issues, this is a way to go. So, you know, but again, that, that's just for my particular case. So let me ask you this now. Uh, now, what do you feel should be in... <laughs> everyone's closet like category of clothes okay yeah that's good now i would i i'm not gonna say too much on in terms of women simply because you know i'm a guy i'm probably not the best person to ask uh i'd have to see it to give an opinion on it so i can't i don't have like in the back of my fucking head a list of what women uh should have in their wardrobe but it, it certainly as a man i would say that for one, it depends on where you live, obviously. Like, uh, for you, you live in Aruba, so I wouldn't really advise buying too many pairs of pants. Uh, and likewise, if you live in fucking Alaska, I probably wouldn't buy any shorts. But besides common sense situations, I would say that, uh, you know, you definitely want a couple pairs. Uh, like, for me, I live in North Carolina, so the weather is all over the fucking place. It's super bipolar. It rains a lot or, you know, it's sunny and it fucking snows. We kind of get hit with everything. So for me and, and what I would advise probably the average person to have, a couple, three pairs of shorts, you know, definitely something like navy, like I suggested before, is always a, a really safe bet. It's tasteful, has a little bit of personality without being as bland as, say, gray. Um, you know, a couple pairs of shorts, but like just a simple khaki beige is is an obvious choice. But beyond that like pants you always want i'd say a couple pairs of shorts you want definitely a nice pair of dark jeans always every single person needs a nice pair of dark wash jeans uh, just a tasteful wash no faded stupid shit no holes no dumbass stitching on the ass i don't want any ass bling on there nobody's looking at your ass stop you know so just some nice dark jeans uh i would say Nice pair of dress pants, maybe like a, a green, like a forest green is always a solid choice. Looks good on almost anybody. Uh, and, you know, simple khaki slacks is good. But I find like a, a green, like a forest green to be a, a really great alternative to khaki. Khaki's boring. I'm not really a fan. I almost never wear it. It's not really my thing. I would advise green. Like a nice forest green. That is a really great alternative. It's, it hits the same color palette, 
has a little more flair to it. And then beyond that, if you could pull it off, you know, if you're not it, really, if you're even if you're a bigger guy, I love like the pants I got married in burgundy, like a nice maroon, nice burgundy pair of slacks is fucking awesome. So what I would say is a couple pairs of shorts, something like a khaki green pant, a gray or navy pair of slacks, uh, and a nice pair of jeans, dark wash jeans. Those are the essentials in terms of bottoms. In terms of shirts, a few t-shirts, I wouldn't say a shit ton, a handful, you know, five to ten. Definitely a couple polo shirts. I used to be totally limp dick to polos. Now I'm full boner. Uh, I'm all about it. Well, the reason is because polos, they're just so versatile. I used to just totally hate them, uh, and I've definitely come around. And the reason is because they fulfill the physical structure of a T-shirt, right? The simple sleeves are cut off. I have all this room. I'm not hot. I, you know, I'm loose. I'm free. But then they have, you know, the especially one with a good collar. You don't want some flimsy, shitty collar. One with a solid collar that's got good elasticity that's going to bounce back and not just flop and look like shit. Uh, like a nice, crisp white polo or a nice, crisp black polo. It looks fucking great. It just looks super sharp, super fucking business casual. It, it just looks great. It looks great with shorts. It looks great with pants. doesn't matter. It's a really great fucking date option. Really great date option. You know, nice dark pair of jeans uh, with a with a crisp fucking polo. It's good. It's good shit. It's very good shit. Especially with a nice belt. No obnoxious belt buckles. Most belt buckles are garbage. Don't. If you fell into the trap of the belt buckle meme, stop. Ask yourself really objectively if that looks good. I guarantee you the answer is no. Some are okay, like Coach. Coach makes a decent belt buckle. It's it's a little subtle. It's just the C coach symbol. It's not that bad. But uh, some of them are just fucking awful. Just don't. It, it's bad. Uh, especially if it's approaching the size of your fist. That's not good. But besides that, I would say, uh, in terms of shoes, you definitely want a pair of simple sneakers. Now, I would say the best sneaker go-to is white leather sneakers. Right? This looks good with jeans. You can even wear it with slacks. Like It looks good with shorts. That's probably a simple go-to that I would recommend. Simple white leather sneakers. Uh, besides that, a good dress shoe. Something brown, like a dark, dark brown. Always looks great. Black's a little formal. If you're going to do black, I think if you do suede, it kind of offsets the formality of black. So that's always a good go-to. Uh, you know... You don't have to have a pair of slides. Sandals are kind of shit, but slides, you know, at the beach, kind of, you know, just use that shit at, like, the beach and uh, the lake and stuff. Don't don't really use that for usual wear. Just wear the fucking sneakers. Or, you know, and the, you know, the dress shoes are okay. Nice pair of boots as well. So I would say that's about it. You know, sneaker, nice simple pair of sneakers, dress shoes, and a good quality pair of boots. Some nice fucking lace-up boots are pretty great. I personally like Chelsea boots, but, you know, teach their own. Uh, beyond that, a nice watch, for sure, especially as a man. Uh, you don't really get an, a lot of options to accessorize. So as a man, certainly a good watch. You know, I just wear an Apple watch, So, but the great thing is you could just buy uh, cheap bands for, like, 10 bucks on Amazon, like leather bands and stuff, nice navy leather band, or, hell, I have all kinds of colors. So a lot of options out there, whatever works for you. 
I think gold looks really good on darker skin tones. Uh, I don't particularly think it looks very good on on lighter skin tone. I would I would recommend like white gold or silver or something like that. Uh, yeah, and also uh, a good a good coat. You definitely want a good thick winter coat. I think the peak coat's kind of overplayed at this point. Like a long top coat, overcoat. I think they're great. Really long, flowing fucking coat. Looks really, really good. Uh, if you're short, be careful about the length. You don't want it. You don't want to look like uh, what's that fucking Vincent out of Bojack? The three little kids in the giant trench yeah. coat. <laughs> don't Vincent's do that. Vincent adult man. <laughs> Vincent adult man. Don't, don't. You know. So if you're a shorter guy, try to find something that that comes up a little higher. You don't. You don't want to look like a little kid floating around in a, a big grown ass jacket. And also just a simple light uh, jacket for the rain. Simple rain jacket. Uh, honestly, that's about it. I really can't say too much else. And for women, most of the same rules apply in terms of, you know, like dark wash jeans, still a good option for women. Uh, don't go overboard with the high heels. You, you really don't. You really don't want to do that. You're just going to fucking nine times out of ten Unless it's a very formal, specific occasion, don't fucking wear heels. You're going to regret it, they're going to be uncomfortable, and you're going to hate it. Don't. Have a, you know, again, in terms of sneakers, same rules apply there. Dark wash jeans, same rules apply. Uh, of course, you could be a little more creative. Mini skirts, I think they're kind of tacky, particularly at a certain point in your life. I really would not recommend them at all. Uh, I think I personally love like long flowy summer dresses or skirts. I think they look great. And obviously they, it's not, it's fucking nice. There's a nice cool breeze up there. You don't have to worry about getting all fucking, uh, all the denim and shit and all the fabric rubbing on your legs. So I think those are great options. Uh, spaghetti string shirts, not a fan. I think they look tacky. Uh, definitely summer dresses and stuff are great. Just loose fabrics, you know. You would be surprised how dressing conservatively can uh, a little. I, I prefer women. I know I sound like a total prude here. Uh, I'm I'm not contrary to how this sounds, but I I prefer when women dress a little more conservatively. I think it leaves more to the imagination. I think it looks more tasteful, looks more professional. It just looks uh more grown up. You know, when you walk around with your fucking stomach hanging out and. You know, your your short half of your ass is hanging out of your shorts. It just looks like shit. I don't really care how hot you are. You look like shit. I guaranteed you, if you dress a little more tasteful, you would still look better. I don't know, man. Uh, a girl walking around with uh, her belly out, especially if she's uh, uh, three hundred pounds, no. it's like like no. the most erotic thing you can imagine. Well, I mean, you could dress. You could still look sexy, and you know, dress a little more. Because I'm not saying, like, fucking Angela from The Office wear turtlenecks every day and wear beige. It's not like that. I'm just saying, like, probably don't have half your ass hanging out. You don't have to wear heels all the time. Uh, and you don't have to have your tits halfway out. With spaghetti strap, little spaghetti string shirts. So just, you know, you don't have to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah you, gotta, I think, you gotta be a classical woman. Oh, God, yeah, be a classical woman. No, really, and seriously, you don't have to fall. I don't. I'm not suggesting people fall into a box. It's not fashion and style is obviously a very broad, broad uh, art form in a sense. So you you could obviously have fun with it, mix it up. But and 
there are times to break the rules, but I would say that generally, you know, rompers. Rompers are cute on girls. I think they look great, you know? You know what rompers are, right? Uh, no, I don't. Rompers are like, it's like a one-piece uh, jumpsuit, kind of, except they're shorts. So they're the shorts, and then it's all connected, and it's a top as well. It's just one thing that you put on. You can Google it and see for yourself, but I think they look great. They're cute in the summertime. Uh, the dresses are great, sundresses. I mean, it's just a good decision all around. Decent jeans, a good dressy pair of pants as well. A good comfortable pair of flats, sneakers, a couple high heels, keep it to a minimum. Little bitty pumps, you know, you don't need anything significant. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I mean, as far as a woman, there's tons of options to accessorize. I mean, you, you women would know better than I would. Uh, but as a man, yeah, I would say, you know, watch, nice belt, stuff like that. And also socks. I've recently been experimenting with that. Crazy socks as a dude is is a pretty sweet way to spice up your wardrobe. Get something as outlandish and fucking insane as possible. You know? Because you could you could dress totally normal and then just bow. You've got that uh, under your sleeve. So once you have all that down, then you can sort of establish personal taste, right? Like the things that you specifically look for. Because you really don't know, like... For you, you for instance, you don't really know what your style is, what your what your particular taste is, because you haven't sort of began that journey. And you know, a lot of people go their whole lives and they'll give a fuck about what they look like, or you know, in terms of how they dress and and this, that, and the other. But I find that it's a powerful thing because not so much about how you know you look to other people and trying to impress people, but going back to sort of diet and exercise, it, it, you know, it's it sort of is supplementary to that it encourages you and makes you feel good about yourself especially you know you get in shape you feel better you look better and then you start to dress and appear better and you start to uh become the best version of yourself i think it you know it's a really great feeling it's a really great feeling coming from someone who used to be chubby and used to dress like shit having lost weight and then gotten to where i'm at now you know it's been a really uh rewarding progression to go through. Yeah. So, another thing I'm, I was very curious about when it comes to fashion is why do certain fashion items, like, go out of style? Like, you know, because or, you know, like, the best best question I, I wanted to ask you, and this is something we've had the conversation about before in the past in our private conversations is why is it that certain items look good on certain people but not on others and why do some article of clothing end up looking cringy well that's a very broad those are very broad questions that's incredibly broad i mean i really can't answer that Without specifics. All right. Well, uh, so the fedora. Can anyone pull off? <laughs> That's a fedora? good one. <laughs> Can anyone pull off a fedora? Ah, oh, certainly. Yeah, definitely. I would say uh, that's actually a great example. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. See, that's specific. Thanks for that. So the fedora. I would say you know if you're certainly if you're an older man. Uh, 
I think generally it's acceptable. You know, like my dad, if he he's like when we went to the beach one time, he wore a, a straw fedora. I thought he looked good in it. You know, it was tasteful. It wasn't it didn't look bad at all. And it was appropriate to the situation. Sort of like flip flops, you know, uh, at the beach and stuff like that. So that looked good. Uh, but it, it also it, if you're incredibly handsome. You could pull off anything. I just want to say that right now. If you're beautiful as fuck, like you're a 10 out of 10 man or woman, you could pretty much just do whatever the fuck you want. There really aren't rules. None of this. You could just throw away everything I just said. It means nothing. Like, it doesn't matter. But to the rest of us, it does. Uh, if you are a lanky, skinny twerp, don't ever wear a fedora. Never. Unless you are like an older, distinguished gentleman. You know, you have like a nice salt and pepper goatee or an older man and you wouldn't possibly know that it's cringe. Right. That's the thing. Like an older guy, like my dad's almost 60 years old, like he wouldn't know that that's a cringy thing to do. So it doesn't look cringy on him. Right. You and I know better. We know that's cringy. We know all the memes. He doesn't know what the fuck Reddit and 4chan and Imgur is. He doesn't he doesn't understand. So it's generally more forgivable. And also, I mean, it just genuinely looks better. But. Uh, for a younger, particularly like a lanky guy or like some dude who wears like nerdy, shitty steel frame glasses that are square and just gross. Uh, never. Just don't. It's terrible. Just don't do that. It's awful. And some fads are just bad. They look bad on everyone. Like this whole meme of wearing your jacket half off. Have you seen that? Uh, no, let me let me look that up. Yeah, where it's like you, you wear your jacket, but you leave one of the arms almost like hanging off the shoulder. It looks like shit. It's stupid. Yeah, sure. If you're super attractive, it's fine. It's less shitty, but that's only because you're attractive. It's still dumb. This is no practical purpose. It just looks like shit. It's just stupid. Wearing your pants off your ass. It just, you look dumb. I don't care who you are and how you, it just looks really stupid. Wear a fucking belt. I promise you look dumb. It's fucking dumb. Stop it. So some things are just unanimously terrible. Uh, and and that certainly fits into the into that box. Uh, so there are and, and you know, so certain things are fads that I think are just bad in general. They'll come and they'll go. Some things, you know, they stick around and I think they're good. Like uh, I think bell bottoms are shit. They're awful. You know, if they haven't tried to make a resurgence, they will <laughs> and they shouldn't. They're bad. They were bad then and they're bad now. Boot cut jeans. My mom still wears boot cut jeans and they still look like shit. No, you know, uh, so that's where they're flared out at the bottom and they're really supposed to be for, you know, farmers and shit like that because they're wearing boots and stuff. So, uh, they accommodate to, to go over the boot. Uh, but for uh, the normal person under normal circumstances, it looks really bad. So certain things just should be dead, you know, bo bell bottoms, loose fit jeans, uh, denim shorts like de denim colored shorts for men like long denim shorts look fucking terrible like short short blue jean shorts for for women you know okay fine but for men they look generally pretty bad you know unless it's colored or something and uh, how do you feel about ass wash jeans eh it's just one of those things you know i think in most circumstances it just looks kind of kind of shitty like uh, just buy a light a nice light wash pair of jeans you know that's what i did it's just i'm not, I'm not really a fan 
it's just more of a rock star thing. I don't, you know, like rockers and shit. It mostly looks like shit. Also, biker jeans, they're fucking stupid. They're so stupid. Where they have the ridges at the knees. It's just such a dumb look. Just stop. It looks really bad. Don't. Just don't. And it's okay when shit has some holes in it, but when it's just fucking constantly eating up with holes, it looks like fucking moths tore through it. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. Uh, to an extent, it's okay. But I know it sounds like all... Basically, it sounds like I'm super conservative, but if you do be, you would know like it's not at all the case. Uh, sure, you wear purple pants. I wear purple pants, pink pants. My fucking arms are covered in all kinds of tattoos and fucked up shit. I have a purple tooth uh, where my dad had to put a crown in. You obviously know this already, but they don't. I had a crown put in, and one of my molars is purple. So one of my arms looks like a fucking child drew on it with a crayon. And the other one's black as shit. Well, mostly black. It's all black ink, but yeah, I mean, you know, but my point is, is like, this is a foundation. This is meant to all serve as a foundation. Once you get that down, then you can just sort of do what the fuck you want, you know, and once you understand it. But going in, like, no, I wouldn't recommend you, you're like a five foot seven guy and you weigh 120 pounds and you walk into Hot Topic and buy a fedora and put, put a bunch of pins on it and shit of Naruto and whatever else like no it's fucking gonna look bad it's gonna look really bad yeah and you know since you bring up uh bring that up so what is considered the proper etiquette of wearing branded merchandise shirts Ooh, that's a good question as well keep it to an absolute minimum uh and you know they've even done studies on this it's interesting so People who wear clothing that display branding the most prominently are typically more poor people, lower income individuals. Uh, in fact, the people who are the wealthiest, generally speaking, we're not talking about like movie stars, celebrity, we're talking about just like generally wealthy people, rich people, doctors, lawyers, business owners, etc. Uh, most of the time, their, their clothes are by far less branded or rather less obvious branding they'll wear you know nice expensive stuff but you don't know what the brand is it's more tasteful you know because it's it's clout seeking it's attention seeking when you wear something like a and the entire you look i like name brand shit too and that's because i want quality but you can get cheaper shit that's good quality but there is an association with quality with certainly with certain with certain brands for sure but like for instance uh sneakers i like minimal branding i don't want like nike you know, they make a good product, but I don't often buy their shoes. I don't currently wear any of their shoes. And I have a pretty decent shoe collection because their branding is obnoxious. You know, that giant fucking swoosh is on everything. And, you know, again, people who want you to know what they buy, they want that. I don't like that. I tend to prefer Adidas because I find that on a lot of their shoes, at least the ones I buy, the branding is very, very, very minimal. You know, it's like the sock sneakers, Alexander Wang, uh, shoes that i showed you remember the other day they came here today they're awesome oh, nice. uh, yeah i mean they're very minimal they have a uh, i think it's called the trifold or the trifold the adidas logo it was extremely small it's on the back heel of the shoe on the like the left and right so just very minimal the the less obnoxious the better like champion i know champion makes a quality 
like sweatshirts, sweatpants, et cetera. But their branding is so fucking obnoxious. I can't stand it. And I know that's sort of like the hot thing right now. It's the fad, but it will fall out of favor. And then it's just going to be the equivalent of what basically Abercrombie was in the early 2000s, which is like it just looks gaudy, you know. Uh, back in the day, we were sort of on this like bleach tips, frosted hair, uh, boy band bullshit. So we wanted to, you know, that was an association of wealth. Because when I was a kid, we were very poor. So we couldn't afford those things. So it was, it was an association of wealth to have Abercrombie, to have a Hollister, those little, that little bird for Hollister, that little moose for America, uh, for, uh, rather for Abercrombie. It, it established that you had money. Your family had some level of money. Obviously, we're not talking Louis Vuitton here, but, you know, coming from a poor mountain town, that was quite a lot. So, but by today's standards, that looks tacky. You know, they don't, Abercrombie's done a really great job since then. I think their clothes are good quality. Uh, I think their jeans are great. Really great place to find jeans. They're almost always on sale. They're fantastic quality uh, for what you pay. And their branding is incredibly minimal. It's very tastefully done now for the most part. Uh, so I would say keep it to a minimum because that it will, again, when things like Champion and other brands of that nature fall out of favor, it's, it's going to be like, oh, wow, this fucking obnoxious logo. And you're not, you know, it's a meme right now. Right now, the big style, at least in like the hype beast community, the, the younger community, is retro. Dad sneakers, which I actually like dad sneakers. I think they look pretty dope because I love Seinfeld and I love that whole aesthetic. But, you know, right now that is the, the fad to, to look like you're from the 90s. And to an extent, I like some of it, but some of it just looks like shit. So you got to pick and choose. Um you know, but that's just me. I don't know. It's, it's certainly circumstantial. Uh, I definitely don't, I don't, you know, I don't want somebody to feel like they have to be, it's, it's really depends on your environment. That's all I'm trying to say. If you're, if you just work in a very casual environment, you know, whatever you want to do your best, you want to look your best, but you don't have to go fucking super over the top with it also one other thing i would like to add no regardless whether you're in a casual environment professional environment uh every man needs to own a suit at least one and i would recommend a gray suit or a navy suit black is too formal you're only ever going to use it for weddings and funerals yeah uh so i definitely would not recommend that as your first suit at least i would say uh for sure gray or, or navy and uh like what would like you remember the the burgundy uh, sweatshirts, sweat jackets. I, I think I don't know what they're called that you got for your the wedding, wedding cardigans. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. wedding cardigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are outside of your wedding? What would its uh, other applications be for? Like cardigan? Yeah. Oh yeah, cardigans are great. I mean, super versatile. It's like a lightweight sl- uh, sweater. It's open. It's slouchy. Uh, the fall, they're great for the fall, early winter. And it's a little too lightweight for the winter, but for the fall, they're fantastic. You know, you just wear like a simple, uh, you could wear just a simple t-shirt, like just a plain ass t-shirt under a cardigan. And the cardigan sort of, br- you know, freshens it up and b- brings it to that next level. You could wear a, like a collared shirt under it. That's fine. So, I mean, I think uh, a nice cardigan's super versatile. Just a Correct. nice pair of slacks, whatever. Probably a good date. I would say that's like a good date item. You know, because with dates, like you don't want to overdress. 
but you also don't want to come up showing in fucking sweatpants and shit. <laughs> you know. I don't know. She might be into the sweatpants. No. I mean, you know that girl I went on a date with. She said that a guy showed up in sweatpants. She literally, I mean, she was a cold bitch. She didn't give a fuck. She left him sitting there after 20 minutes. She just got him left. What? What? Wasn't that uh, old Harry? No. Oh. Mm-mm. God, who was it? Abby. Abby. All right. Yeah, she's like the fashion, fashion designer. Actually, yeah, actually, she went to school for fashion design, coincidentally enough. Uh, yeah, she did not fuck with that at all. She she almost all, almost only wear black, uh, wore black. I mean, she's very she dressed very tastefully. There, she had very good taste. Uh, yeah, don't you know? Don't don't show up in sweatpants. Don't do that. You know, just you know, you want to keep it simple. You want to be approachable, but still presentable. You know, my go-to first date outfit was like uh, decent dress shoes, like navy slacks, navy dress pants, navy chinos. The chinos a great item. Uh, khakis, kind of, you know, so like a colored chino, and yeah, a cardigan is a great choice, or uh, just a button shirt, just a button down with some patterns on it or something like that. It's pretty good. And uh, let me ask you this: Like, how do you feel about the? I'm, I know you must have seen this 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 uh, style before. Guys who wear a t-shirt, maybe sometimes with a design on it, underneath a open button shirt. Mm. I think that that I I actually do that. That can be totally fine. I think it depends. Um, what I often do, because you know, I buy a lot of merch like music merch i'm just you know this about me obviously i'm super into music go to a lot of concerts i love like limited merch and stuff like that especially when it's uh because now especially because kanye west merch has become much more fashionable very aesthetic and it's not just branding that's what i like about it it's not uh it's not like look at my adidas i'm not gonna buy a shirt that has like a big fucking adidas logo on it or something like that or a nike swoosh you know it's it's something art art uh, like artistry related, it's very artistic yeah, like, and interesting. Uh, like that Uzumaki shirt, right? You know, that's a fucking manga, but it it just looks aesthetically interesting. So, I mean, there are certainly ways. And what I'll do is wear kind of a shirt jacket, if that makes sense. So essentially, it's like a heavy, heavier button, long sleeve button. When I went to uh, Miami last year, I went to Calvin Klein and got one. It's like a gray denimy type of a shirt and i'll often wear that over a t-shirt with a design on it or something like that but now i would not advise wearing like a button shirt that has like tons of graphics on it itself with a bunch of patterns and then something with patterns or graphics underneath you know you want to keep that to a minimum that needs to be if you're gonna wear i don't you know i mean a lot i would say a lot of like fashion related people advise uh, they dissuade people from wearing graphics i disagree i think that's really boring that's fucking lame just stop being so old look graphics are fine contextually um but it has to be the center piece of the outfit in my opinion so like a look that i rock a lot in the summertime lately is uh you know nice interesting pair of sneakers kind of like those alexander wings i just showed you uh with like a nice slim fit sweatpant we're talking about like very slim fit 
so my Conor McGregor slim fit, you know, almost to where my, I mean, not quite to the point where my dick is bulging, but like it is, you know, you wouldn't have to look very hard. I'm not advising it be that skinny. I'm just saying like a nice fitted pair of sweatpants. Nothing, we're not talking like Seinfeld baggy shit. Uh, so crisp, slim sweatpants, nice fresh pair of sneakers, and then, you know, a cool graphic shirt. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Not, again, no like obnoxious branding. Don't fucking do that. You just, you look like a billboard. It's stupid. You like, for example, I have this Bon Iver shirt, which is like a folk band folk music projects and uh i love this uh, the album's called 22 a million and i love bonavere he's like weird fucking artsy super depressing shit and the first song on the album's called over soon and uh it's incredibly sad but as the title would imply and i have this shirt and i'm just giving you an example of like a, a what i think to be an appropriate way to wear graphics way to wear graphics has this weird abstract design on the front of it and uh again it's not a brand it's not uh associated with anything like you would you would never know what the fuck this is from it's just very you want to go with things that are abstract or uh, unusual thing something like uzumaki the uzumaki shirt is a great example as you brought up before i'll get back to the bonavere shirt but where you look at the uzumaki you're like what the fuck is that and those of you don't know you know just google uzumaki spirals and that design is just so iconic, but it's also interesting and to some people foreign, you know, I mean, it's literally foreign, but also they don't know what the fuck it is. So, uh, but it's, it's an interesting image and it draws you in. It's not like a big logo that everyone's seen a million times. And it, it's just, uh, some fucking prime, you know, epitome of banality. It's not like that. It's, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, that's unusual. That's interesting. Yeah. You know? And then, well, to finish my point about the Bonavera shirt real quick, go, jumping back to that, it's like an abstract, interesting image. The shirt's black or like charcoal, and this image is mostly like white, uh, and it has some yellow and red. And the lyrics are sort of scattered and strewn about the back of the shirt, uh, but in a minimalist way. Uh, but in the shirt, there is there are hits of red. So what I'll do with that is I'll wear some simple gray fitted sweatpants and then some uh very simple black sneakers but i'll wear bright ass red socks with little anchors on them little designs on them because the red the socks are are something that you're not going to immediately be drawn to it's it's a subtle and i mentioned this earlier in the recording it's an it's a small way to amp up your wardrobe right man woman doesn't matter it's a, it's a little subtle way to sort of spruce something up. And the hits of red in the shirt, which are very small, complement the socks. You know, I, I feel like doing it with sneakers is a bit much because people do tend to notice shoes more so. Uh, they'll notice your socks, but after they notice the shoes. So I think shoes, I generally go with neutral colored shoes. Go black, white, gray, etc. And if I have colors in sneakers, they're, they're uh, supplementary colors. They're not... It's not the focal point. I don't have like a pink sneaker, for instance. I have I have a sneaker with pink in it, you know. So keep that to a minimum. But anyway, the shirt with the graphic shirt has those hits of red, and I think that complements the socks well. So I mean, that's where I would feel is an appropriate way to wear uh, graphics and logos. 
is when it's the focal point of the, of the of the outfit and it's not overpowered with all these other patterns and brands and all that shit. That just looks bad. Yeah. Yes. From the perspective of someone who doesn't really know much about fashion, but yeah, I can from like everything that we've been talking, well, everything you've been talking about since uh, we started this conversation kind of like tells me that a lot of what is what seems to be the key to fashion is to at least create the image of you're not really trying but still looking good at it yeah that's that i would say that that's that's quite accurate yeah i would agree with that but that's not that's my opinion i'm not saying that that's an objective uh consensus for me personally i think i am very much a minimalist you know this about me i i uh, throw out things I don't need. I keep things to an absolute minimum. I am a very obsessive person, perhaps obsessive compulsive, uh, some would say. So I and I ha- am a very uh, I'm very attentive to detail, incredibly detail oriented. So I think that obnoxious shit just looks it just tends to look bad. It looks attention seeking. And I think that uh, I tend to get again. I'm not. We're not talking about my looks. We're just talking about my wardrobe choices, etc. I tend to get a lot of compliments, and I think that a lot of that is because I know what to put together. I know how to put shit together, right? Where it's it's like that shirt the other day when I go when I went to go pick up Brad from the airport. Uh, I got two or three compliments on that shirt because it's it's an unusual shirt, and I again when you uh, compound it with the socks it draws people in and really it's just one part of the wardrobe the rest of the wardrobe is very very minimal it's very simple neutral you know it's not something you're going to notice it just fits well complements my body type and then i draw you in with that one thing so yeah i mean you are very much a a minimalist but i don't know it's like hearing Hearing everything that you've been talking about, it's it kind of like it reminds me of. Hold on a second. Like, keep, you keep talking, keep talking, listeners. Right. I'm going to take a piss, but I'm wireless on my headphones, so you keep all talking. Right. I'm I'm listening. I'm going to take. So a piss. it kind it kind of reminds wait, wait, me of this. I'm going to take a tink tink. <laughs> yes, folks, he's going to take a tink tink. Cheer him on while he's doing it, because you know otherwise he might not be able to fully tink tink. Are you still able to hear me? I don't oh no. He he left, guys. He left. Uh well I'm I don't know. there's not much I know about fashion, folks. But what I was gonna say to him is that even though he is very much minimalist, I do see the mentality that goes into this whole fashion thing. It's it really is about trying to make a verbal statement without making it because when you're because you know what i'm thinking about if you go out there and walk around wearing like some weird mixed match of shirts and colors you know most times it's not gonna look good and what's what you're really gonna be making saying to people who see you is that yeah, you you probably don't have your shit together. You probably don't really know what you're doing. You're you're just putting on whatever 
feels comfortable or whatever just fits at that moment that you know you left your house that day uh not really putting any care or attention to, to how you present yourself to the world i don't know wait sounds like it's back yeah i could hear you oh. like i said my my headphones are wireless i can hear you but my i have the yeti hooked up when we record so i can't respond uh <laughs> but i heard everything but, you said all right but yeah so you know and then you know i start thinking about the whole you know wearing branded merchandise shirts and i mean i'm just thinking you know when you go out and wear like i like i have a wrestling shirt in my closet I, let me tell you i rarely ever wear it you know it's, i think i've only worn it like a couple times and the reason why it's like it First of all, it just doesn't really look all that cool because it, all it is is just an advertisement for uh, a, a card of matches. And I didn't start thinking, well, if I wore that shirt outside right now, if I if I went out in public in public spaces and wore that shirt, who am I? Who's going to be looking at me at that moment? Uh, two. Two kinds of people: people who think wrestling is dumb, and, and they're judging you for it, or people yeah. who are fans and they're like, "Yeah, wrestling." Yeah, exactly. Or they don't give a fuck. I think if they don't give a fuck, then they're just not gonna really pay attention to you. Sure, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, it's fashion really does have a significant impact on how we go, how we're dealt with. By our people in their daily lives, and like, yeah, sure. you may not like it. You yeah. may not like it, but I mean, it's just, it just is yeah. what the fuck it is. I mean, you don't have to like it, but it is very much a part of life. I mean, I think there's even, uh, I think there's merit in that that uh, simple, that more simplified, basic, you know, design that you go by, because I think that way you, you kind of try to. You make you make a statement of you know you're put together you're in order, and also, and also that you you're probably you know, approachable. I think you know if people saw how you dress, like they probably think, oh yeah, this guy is probably approachable. I could probably walk up to the guy and ask him something. Yeah, I kind of think that's how like when you're dressed minimalist like that, you know people see you. All, yeah, but not but not but specifically not you because you wear you wear the weirdest shit. And I think that's why the only women you've ever attracted were the weirdos. I would say that's true. But again, we're talking about a baseline. I'm not yeah. suggesting that the ultimate goal of people listening to this is to you know assimilate and and look like a fucking droid. You know, it's not, it's not like that. I'm just giving you a baseline of how to get started. And then once you sort of get through the the prologue, as it were, then you can get into the guts. You can really get into the heart of it and figure out what works for you, the risk you're willing to take. Like for me, you know, mostly I am a minimalist and I do dress uh, simplistically, but I will add those flavors in. I will add like a, a fun pair of socks, you know, or, or one cool graphic tea thing you know or like a cool graphic tea or you know i'm dressed pretty minimally and then i'll wear a cool jacket with like some pretty dope shit on it or something like that so 
just simple stuff like that. Hell, I wear bandanas. Bandanas are dope. You know, if you could pull it off, cool. So, but I'm a, you know, I'm an unusual looking guy. I'm a fucking blanky ginger that's tatted all the fuck and I got a weird haircut and stuff. I mean, granted, it's not half shaved off anymore like a fucking super lesbian. It's just a little <laughs> more normal, but it's still like kind of curly-ish wavy. It's weird. So, you know, I'm and I'm fucking ginger, so I'm just sort of have a unique look. But that's the thing is everyone can sort of find their unique look, right? It took me a long time to figure out what works for me, what doesn't work for me, and sort of my aesthetic, my what looks good on me, what works for me. And everyone will eventually, hopefully, go down that that path themselves. You know, they'll find their own uh, find their own aesthetic, like for yourself. You know, when you get out on your own and you eventually like establish roots and you save money. And so, again, some people may never ever care about fashion. That's fine. Teach their own. I'm just saying that, you know, it's sort of like dating, right? Remember when uh, you used to be on Tinder and you say, ah, "I hate Tinder. It's only yeah. you know." It's it's for hot guys only, and it, it's not necessarily about being hot guy. I mean, does it help? Yeah. I mean, you're always going to have an advantage, but there are things you can do, like you can lose weight, you know, as you did. You can lose weight. You can dress better. You can make yourself look more presentable, and that, uh, and and women pay attention to that. Women are very detail oriented individuals. They would you fucking please, Jesus, uh. You're just going to jump down in two minutes anyway. But women, you know, they're very, very attentive. They, they're they looking, you know, what they want out of a relationship, what they're looking for out of a, not that every woman dating is looking for a relationship, but let's assume that they are. Uh, what women and men want are, are vastly different often. You know, women value typically security over all else. They want security. They want someone who, who makes them feel, even if they're like, Libby, she's the most independent woman you will ever meet in your life. But she is extremely security-driven. She cares very deeply about, it. am I able to sustain myself? You know, Can I sustain us if anything were to happen? A, a child, for example, etc. Uh, if, if she were to lose her job, if I were to lose my job. So this applies to anybody, you know, unless you're a fucking gajillionaire. But anything can happen. So you have to be prepared for that stuff. And so women look to men and, you know, so when you show up and you look like shit, you smell like, sh you know, when you smell like a bag of ass and your hair is all fucked up, uh, you got shit in your teeth, you know, your clothes don't fucking fit. You just look like a fucking hobo. That tells her, you know, it's a reflection of whether you like it or you fucking don't. It is very, very much often sort of like being obese. I don't want to hear about your fucking thyroid. There's medications for that. Most times, it's indicative of how you feel about yourself, right? If you're really fucking fat, it's because you don't respect your body, which means you don't respect yourself, okay? Which means that you probably have a lot of confidence and self-esteem issues, which means that you probably are impeded to an extent from succeeding in life. Likewise, when you dress and appear like shit, it shows you don't, you don't care how people perceive you. You don't care about the vibes you put out into the world. It's not just about making someone think you look pretty, okay? It's showing, like, that you take care. It, it's symbolic, right? It's like 
shaving or getting a fucking haircut and just looking generally presentable. It's not just about, oh, I got complimented today or whatever. It's saying, you know, I care about myself. I take pride in who I am as an individual and how I feel about myself as well, not just about how people perceive me. And then likewise, people see that, you know, subsequently people see that and they're like, oh, wow, this guy, he really, you know, he has some self-respect. He has some discipline. He cares about how he he looks. uh, He cares about himself, which means that he has the potential to care about another person. If you don't respect yourself, right, if you walk around looking and smelling like shit and you show that you don't respect yourself, you don't value your own self, your own image and what you stand for symbolically, how the fuck is a woman or likewise a man supposed to think that highly of you, right? And that's where you get into this shit with the dating world where you'll hear some fucking guy say, oh, women only like assholes. (laughs) No, that's not the case. The situation is you're a fucking dork and you present yourself like an asshole. Every guy who's, I'm a fucking nice guy, nine times out of ten, you're a dick, okay? And when you dress like shit and you dress like a fucking dweeb, and more importantly, when you act and talk like a fucking dweeb, that person will see that. A woman will see that. A woman can smell desperation. They can smell fear. You know, they have a fucking sixth sense, I'm telling you. Women want confidence. They want security. They want to know it's it's primitive. It's biological. Even if she is the most independent woman in the world, every woman wants to know that their man can be a fucking man. And when a man appears to have it put together, appears to talk eloquently, uh, appears to dress eloquently, appears to present themselves in an articulate way, that really puts on the right, that puts out the right vibes to a woman. And she's, oh, okay, wow, okay, this guy, he is able to secure his own future. He's able to, you know, sort of, uh, so what I'm looking for, he's, he's able to basically show me that he cares about himself, he respects himself, he's willing to, I'm just staring at this fucking, I'm sorry, I'm fucking distracted, look at it, Boogie got his teeth cut out from YouTube, he's getting new teeth. And I'm just, I've been staring at his fucked up gums for like 10 minutes. I gotta fucking, it's fucking me up. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it just shows, it says a lot, man. It says a lot. And women and men don't understand this because they don't think about that. That's not what they look for when they look for a mate. You know, men are more, uh, physical. They're more physical creatures. So they look at women and it doesn't matter if a, if a woman has the most shitty, lowly job. A man could be super successful and be like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever, she's hot, you know, because men are fucking dumb. Uh, when it comes to dating, at least, men, you know, women just they think about different things. You know, how many times do you see some gross dude who's got money with a hot chick who has nothing going for her? She's just hot all the fucking time. How many times do you see a hot ass girl with some ugly ass fucking or with some frumpy, ugly ass girl with a hot ass dude? Rarely. Rarely. Like, yeah, sure. Could a rich, ugly woman get a hot dude that's dumb and fucking poor? Totally. Totally. But it's just not a thing because women just, they like, they're just not, they're sexual, sure. I mean, it's not like they're fucking asexual creatures, but typically they just, they value security. They value longevity. They're nesters. You know, men hunt, they gather, which is why they, they fucking womanize and want to fuck everything and 
drool over every woman. They fall in love with every fucking fifth girl that passes by. You know, women don't think so much about these things. Of course, it, you know, of course they think about it. Of course, they're sexual. They fucking masturbate. They this, they that. But they have one night stands. So there's nothing wrong with that uh, when you're single and all that stuff. But generally, they want to build a future. They think about nesting. They think about all that shit. So when you show up looking and smelling like shit, you know, you're giving it your what you're implying is like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't fucking care how you see me. And if you don't care, how do you expect her to care? How? Right. So that's why fashion and aesthetic is important. Now, personally, I just find fashion to be an art form. And I think it's uh I just love it. I'm, I'm super, super, super into it beyond that. I mean, I think that everyone should have that mentality personally. Now, would it be lovely to live in like some fucking hippie monk world where everyone dresses in a robe and shaves their fucking head and we chant Kumbaya and we don't judge each other on our looks? Absolutely. It'd be a beautiful, beautiful world if aesthetics didn't fucking matter and it was all about what was in our hearts. Unfortunately, we're vapid, fucking sexual, disgusting creatures. So we do care and we do judge because we're human, we're flawed, and we're assholes. It's unfortunate, but it's a fact of life. And thusly, that's why you should give a fuck. But teach their own. As I said before, I mostly am in it. You know, I, I work from home, fucking family business. I'm, I don't even have to interact with the normal world like most people. So I don't even care. I care way less about these rules than most people. I'm already married. I just, you know, whatever. My wife, hopefully, finds me attractive irregardless. And, you know, she knew I was a fucking weirdo when she married me. So, and so is she. So, not, very little of this even applies to me. But I still stand by it. For me, it's mostly the love of the art form. I just am really interested in it. Because that's what it is. It's wearable art. So, you know, that's my take on it. All right. Any further questions? Yes. Fashion-related questions? Yes. Okay. I'm betting it's not, but continue. All right. Uh, this is my, my next uh, fashion-related question. Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Everyone knows that. Boxer briefs, always. Jockey brand, if you're curious, listeners. Anything else? Well, you know, I also think uh, for now that's all I can think of. But... Okay, great. Sounds good. You heard it here. Boxer briefs, everybody. Jockey. Boxer briefs. Pay me, jockey. Pay me. Yeah, we want, we want the ad revenue. Yeah, man, I only wear jockeys. Y'all need to start repping me. Damn. All right, that's it. We're wrapping it up. We're out of here. All right, folks, learn from this man, and uh, we will see you on season three of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I don't know. They might be past season three now, but we're going to be on there eventually. We see (laughs) y'all. Yeah. All right, see ya. Yeah.